0: Yes, indeed. We're back again with the Dr. Ramona Brackett Show. I just finished speaking about you on a prior live stream, and I know that everybody's going to be glad to hear your prophetic words. I'm all ears and know that I'm here happy as a lamb. How have you been?
1: At last. I'm here.
0: I've been okay. <laughs> you I, always um, to
1: the room I with a am. splash. Yeah, what? Yeah, honey, with a flash, I um, I uh, tore my Achilles tendon. You know, I'm always doing something to myself. You know, um, something is always happening. So I, I um, tore the Achilles tendon, and um, I have been out of commission since May 24th. We'll
0: see. You know that it is which
1: wasn't.
0: You know it is, is? say it again. It's the enemy trying to halt your greatness from rising to the top you see there are people out there who have no sense of urgency for anything uh uh uh, that's righteous and they get a free ride they 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 just don't do anything and they are walking around smiling but you're attacked for a reason you see those of us who have a Mm. a righteous mission uh uh, we have those obstacles thrown in our path because at the end of the day that enemy doesn't want us to rise the sleeping giant and that is something that you do quite well
1: Oh, thank you. That's because of the Lord. That's because of the man that sits on the highest throne. He's the one that has guided me and shown me what to do. And even in this time of downtime that I've had, extreme downtime, because I can't even walk, do you realize that the Achilles tendon is what really makes your whole leg work?
0: Exactly. Without that, it's a wrap.
1: It's a wrap, man. It is a wrap. And, um, you know, I would, I have, you know, I have my, my issues, my, my, my disease that I'm fighting and everything, but it's made all my bones weak, et cetera. Anyway, so somehow when I was, I was walking the dog and I shouldn't even be walking the dog, but I was walking the dog and, um, I stepped into a little divot and I heard this snap just like, I'm like, not doing a good snap, but like you snap your, oh, there it goes. It sounded like the snap of a finger and all of a sudden, there goes my foot. It's oh, God. whoa, and so, So anyway, so they operated on it, and I've been in physical therapy and stuff, and I've either had a boot or a cast on it since May 24th. And uh, so I totally missed the whole summer. I missed a wonderful wedding between two beautiful people mm-hmm. um, uh, held up on Martha's Vineyard. I wasn't able to get to it because I can't walk. So huh, what are you going to do? What well, was me? But um, But it's given me a whole lot of time to think. And sometimes that is the worst thing that can happen. <laughs> I've been able to sit back and observe and watch and compare and et cetera. Recently, actually today, someone was speaking to me and they said, oh, my God, I'm." I, they, they had looked up my theory of conceptual incarceration. And they said, do you know how many people have used that theory? Do you know how many people have written papers around that theory? And I said, yeah, I can imagine. You know, conceptual incarceration, which is my theory, says that we as black people are always in a – somehow in a form of incarceration, which totally takes our rights away. The 13th Amendment says, you know, no more slavery or indentured servitude except as a punishment for crime. Well, the minute you are suspected, you then become a criminal. You then become a slave. Yes. No more slavery or indentured servitude except as a punishment for crime. Wait a minute. Let's talk for a minute. Before we get to Godot, let's talk for a minute. Okay? Talk to me. Because see, this is why I started the three fifths movement when Barry was in the office. Everybody's like, "Oh, do you miss Barack? Oh, do you miss Barack Obama?
2: Oh, I Barry?
1: miss it. Oh, oh, I miss Barry, Barry. and Barack. <laughs> I miss Barry and Barack. I miss both sides of his personality. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure Michael. I mean Michelle, Mrs. Barry. Anyway. <laughs> so you know, everybody's crying. Oh, I miss I miss Barack so much. Really, black. Folk are in a worse predicament than we were in before he got in. Tell it. I was just looking at something today. This young girl, she's a, a student at one of the seven sister schools at Smith College, okay, up in New England. And here she is in the summertime teaching chemistry to high school students on campus. African girl, nonetheless has her hair cut real close, and, you know, it's faded on the side. She obviously has earrings. She's a woman. Someone, okay. an ad- administrator, called the cops and said, there's a black man walking on campus, and I don't think he belongs here. The cops went to where she was in the cafeteria and said, someone called and said, you don't belong here. Do you belong here? Where do you belong? <laughs> where do you belong <laughs> <Where> <laughs> or, or, do be, you or better than yet was it?
0: sesame street or electric company which one doesn't belong
1: <laughs> oh that's a good one do you remember how it goes
0: i forgot this but one I doesn't remember.
1: belong with the other belong with something like with the other which yeah. one belongs with the other uh-huh
0: I got to get that sound so, bite so I can play it.
1: <laughs> you got to get the sound because, you know i don't I don't have kids i have a, I have a little brothers twelve years younger than me, so i you know I caught some Sesame Street as he was little, but I don't know. I do remember which one does not belong to the other something like right that. right well well, you know with the rhetoric of Trump, which was followed by the silence from Obama. Let me say that again. With the rhetoric of Trump which was only which which followed the silence of Obama. This is why people can call up and say, Oh, there's a little girl selling um um water on the street. I don't think she belongs there. Oh, there's a there's a black man Permit in the penny. cafeteria.
0: Barbecue Becky, uh, permit Patty, and Barbecue Becky.
1: A barbecue, but wait, and now we have cafeteria white girl calling <laughs> the cops up in New England at Smith College, and we have the little African girl who's here going to school, and we're gonna get to that in a minute. Little African girl who's here going to school at Smith College, one of the top colleges, and the police are approaching her. She she said it's scary to be black in America. Hmm. Well, let's think about this one for a minute. I'm I'm sure it is scary to people. Is it scary to be black to you? Uh,
0: Are you scared? I'm not scared.
1: scared I'm not scared. I'm a fighter. I'm a fighter. Well, that's because. Indian. We come from that West Indian background. You know, we come from that Caribbean background. So we're exactly. like, really? I'm supposed to be scared. What right. I'm right. supposed to be scared of. Okay. <laughs> in Maryland, they tried to get me to be scared. They used every black American they could to work with the racist white people to try to get me to be scared. Have I been scared yet?
0: Nope.
1: Not I one don't bit. think so. But this little African is scared. Now let's talk about these Africans that are in school. And I had an African... Working person, when I first got out of the hospital, my insurance paid for it, to come and everything. All my white cotton towels are missing. But let's, you know, let's let's just leave that one alone. Anyway, when um, Trump, what? Sorry, when um, not Trump. I see now. I'm just being, you know, just, when W was in office. <laughs> excuse me, I'm getting people mixed up. I didn't mean to do that just like that lady thought the girl was a man. I didn't mean to do that. Um, When Trump was in office, and yeah, I kind of like W, I liked him, you know. But when Trump was in office, the one thing that his administration realized was that Nigeria hosts one-tenth of the world's oil supplies. Let me say that again. Nigeria hosts one-tenth of the world's oil supply. Now, remember, Brockett said it here. I said it in class a few years back, but I said it mm-hmm. here. Oil is the international crack. Yes, it is. Oil is the international crack. Okay? we we about to get deep up in this conversation because mm-hmm. everybody missed it. Everybody. Everybody missed it. Everybody. Everybody. Every, everybody. Everybody.
2: Everybody.
1: Ow. Okay, so everybody missed what were in it. At? So you got this African girl at Smith's and we have all these African students. In Afri- what is going on? There was an executive order written probably in two 2000- thousand it may have been it might have been 2003 it might have been 2003 i don't remember what the what the year was but the president wrote an executive order saying that we're going to have a reciprocal relationship with nigeria
2: <laughs>
1: a reciprocal relationship with nigeria have your students come here and go to school and we'll give them funding to go to school and then we can dip into your oil supply.
0: Something wrong with that. Everybody,
1: everybody, everybody. Okay, so (laughs) we can dip into your oil supply. That's a fair exchange. And when their little African exchange students come and the police say, what are you doing here? Are you in the right place? They get to experience what their ancestors put us in. Let me say that again. They get to experience what their ancestors put those Africans they traded in. They step out of their country to come here to be schooled. They experience the 13th Amendment, no slavery or indentured servitude except as a punishment for crime. And then America gets to dip into their oil supply. Free trade. That's what you call quid pro quo. Mm. (laughs) You there?
0: I'm right here listening.
1: I don't need to take time off when I when I come back and do my shows cuz time off is not good. No es bueno. No es bueno. So, here this little African girl said to the CBS people it's going to be all over the all over the TV.
0: Yes.
1: She said it is scary being black in America. Her Welcome great, to the Terror Dome. Great, great great grandparents weren't thinking of that when they traded us and put us in the Caribbean or in America. They got guns and stuff for that. Now their kids get to be educated and America gets to dip their hand in the oil. And that is what W thought was a quid pro quo. I give you, you give me. What is really the quid pro quo there? These Africans are learning what it is to be black in America. While they come over here feeling superior to us because their great, great, greats traded us. The reality is the roosters always come home. Is that true?
0: We're seeing it played out right now with stories like this.
1: I mean, that's, 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 that's beyond heavy. And see what's so interesting is how folk in America are being empowered. Empowered, you we are seeing it everywhere. The minute someone and I saw another thing on 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 um, IG. I, I'm beginning to like Instagram. Instagram is interesting to me. Very but much. I saw on Instagram a woman uh, in North Carolina. Had been dri- was driving home, and apparently she switched the lane, and the man, white man in a van, followed her to her house, and told her she was not a good nigger. She didn't know how to be a nigger. She
2: ah, ah, wow. ah,
1: She ain't know how to be a nigger. And he kept, and she's like, "What are you talking about?" She recorded it, and he's like, "You you switched lanes, and you weren't supposed to be. You're 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 not a good nigger." Wow.
0: <laughs> that's beyond that's beyond comprehension although I know it's true.
1: It's true. I mean as I said, and I'm always going to talk about what happened in Maryland. I am never going to stop. Those people were good niggas and they helped these liberal democrats these what are they called these fake people that came and took on <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what are they called? Say my name, say my name. (laughs) The Kazarians. They helped Mm -hmm. the liberal Democrat Kazarians go after someone who didn't know how to be a good nigger. There you go. All the while, who was in office? The good nigger. Mm Hmm. Who helped whom? The gays.
2: That's
1: right. Only. Okay? Let's think about the track record. He helped the gays only. Why do I say that? Let's go back to the girl at Smith College, and let's look at the 13th Amendment, and let's look at my theory, conceptual incarceration. We're going to get to Godot in a minute, but let's look at this theory for a minute. I looked at this back in 1996, okay, and I said, wow. The 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments were supposed to be the Reconstruction Amendments and the Amendments that gave blacks power in America after the, what was that proclamation? Emancipation Proclamation. And see, this is what has really blown me away and what really answers my question about why people love Barack so much. He made so many proclamations. He stood up, he sang at a black church. When black people came to play uh, for the special things that they had in the rooms there, he danced and he sang some black music. He did a lot of proclamations. <laughs> he came from Lincoln's. He's a homie of Lincoln. Lincoln did a proclamation.
0: Exactly. That's like, that's like pledging a million dollars on a telethon and they put it into the, the totals that they've accrued, but you'd never make good on your offer. So to pledge and make these proclamations, so
1: what? Show me. Show me, honey. Who came from the show me state? Who Missouri. The show? Johnson. Who? Was it Missouri? <laughs> I, I thought Texas was the show me state. Isn't Texas.
0: Well, whatever it is, we Showing. haven't been shown anything. So,
1: Okay, it's been a, proclama- a proclamation and an act. Mm-hmm. A proclamation and an act.
0: A proclamation of constant. The
1: Voting Rights Act. The Emancipation Proclamation. But what still stands to this very minute and has never been overturned? Dred Scott,
2: you go. Ah!
1: Dred Scott is still the law of the land. And it's for Google it, people who are going to listen to this. Google Dred Scott and say, has the case of Dred Scott ever been overturned? In fact, you can ask your surreys or whatever. I can do that on my phone right now. And I did it. I got a huge argument with this brilliant lawyer. You know, um, you know, Ivy League, brilliant lawyer of color, friend of mine for a long time. I said Dred Scott was never overturned. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying today. I don't know what that's all about. You're in Broadway yeah, show. I even got my dog. Up. Judah, nobody's knocking at the door. That was me. Judah just got up. He's walking around like, wait, somebody. You know. <laughs> Jude is a good dog. I'm telling you, if I, I have had a lot of pain. And when I get up and I'm like, oh, he comes running like, what can I do? And my answer is, don't pee in the house. Anyway, <laughs> which he doesn't do. So let me go back. Dred Scott was never overturned. Google it. They say, oh, yeah, well, well, the um maybe the 14th and, and 15th Amendments overturn it. No, they don't. Dred Scott said, no, black man has any right that a white man has in this country. And it's because we are three-fifths human. The three-fifths compromise still exists. What was that? They claimed there were 5 million white folk down below the Mason-Dixon line and 4 million slaves. And they claimed that they could not compete in a vote for a president or anything else if there were only 5,000 white people. So their votes count one and three fifths. That's why the electoral college is so important. That's why the Southern states are so valuable. Alabama, Arkansas, um, South Carolina, North Carolina, Florida, Texas, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana. All those states get a little extra push from the Three-Fifths Compromise, and that's what controls the Electoral College. And it goes back to 1803 when the country said it was illegal to import any more slaves, and what they did was they imported them through places like Cuba, the Caribbean, Said they were, they were, they were born in America. They did the triangle thing. That sugar thing. (laughs) (laughs) Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy. So here we have what is real. And that is that we are still not looked at as whole human beings. Now, well then, how did Barack get in? Barack is the fifth cousin to Bush and the ninth cousin to Cheney. Shut Look your mouth! Up. Shut Open. your mouth! Look it up! Look it up! Just sledge. We are Run family. The earth and I'll draw all men unto me. Lift him up, honey. What? Lift him up.
0: How's the song go? Huh? We are family.
1: family. Mm-hmm. I got all the Bushes in me. And Cheney, we are family. Master makes, huh, master uh,
0: master
1: yes. <laughs> Yeah, okay.
2: Get
0: up every, we... everybody and vote. <laughs> dun, 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 get dun, up dun,
1: everybody dun. and vote. Woo, yes. They are family. And maybe that's why he could get in. But that is also why we're dealing with what we're dealing with right now. People get mad at me. You don't like Obama, they say. I don't know Obama to like him or not like him. We were all in school at the same time up in New England. You know, I don't know him to like him or not like him. I just watch him and his proclamation. He did a lot of proclamations for the gays, and gays have some serious rights now, even human rights, which people of color do not have. We have civil rights. We don't have human rights. There's a difference. Civil rights are based on the law. Human rights are based on the fact that you are considered a human being by law. Can I say that again?
0: You sure can.
1: Are you with me?
0: I insist that you do and I'm with you 100% as always down through the years in the present and in the future
1: rights in America are based on laws created by humans. Human rights are given to you by law because you are human. There's a difference. Why are people of color always subject to civil rights? Because three fifths still exist And it was never overturned. Mind you, that case was decided in 1854. The proclamation came 10 years later. What's interesting about that case, too, the Dred Scott case, is that the decision was 6-3. to Okay? One of the three justices... Actually looked at the Fourteenth Amendment and said this because it was being developed. If the, or the Fifth Amendment, he was like, if there was a way to uh, look at at people, at Africans through um, the lens of due process, then perhaps an African could be seen as being equal to a white. But that was the dissent. There were only three, It was six to three, six saying no black man ever has any right that a white man has. Now, let's take that to Bravo. You know, I love watching me some Bravo. I really got into Southern Charm. <laughs> I really did. Those little white kids living on their parents' plantations. That they've been living on for generations, and it shows you driving down the plantation two miles, and then you get to the house. And I said to myself, back in the day, those two miles, black folk were working all on the sides there. And you wonder why these kids have so much money. They've had money for generations from the cotton, from the tobacco. Okay, that's right. <laughs> that cotton and tobacco went far, honey. It but they lasted said, a long time.
0: They'll say mm-hmm. that they they didn't have any slaves. I didn't do this to you. I didn't have any slaves, but they've benefited from slavery and the wealth, you know, transferred down.
1: <laughs> Most definitely, that's Simple what we that? see on the on the show. That's what we see on the show. Char- um a uh, southern charm very interesting show like fascinating okay um but let's go to the show um real housewives of Atlanta mhm R H O A Nene Nene and them Pookie and them Nene and them okay well there is a a reality store named a reality star, excuse me, named um, uh, Kenya Moore, who was a Miss USA way back in the day, et cetera, dot, dot, dot. Well, she went and got married quietly. Now she's pregnant. They fired her from the show for not letting them know her secret. The secret was that she had gotten married. And that she's gotten pregnant. Now, I know there are other reality stars on other shows that didn't tell Bravo everything, but they aren't black.
0: Exactly. And you have to understand with this.
1: You understand? No, I was just going to say
0: with these shows, with these shows, there's a certain agenda. And how dare you become uh, pregnant and become married? That's against the agenda. Now, if you came out claimed a different type of lifestyle and they can incorporate that into the script, but they can't do that because that's against the agenda. How dare you get married and have a child? And who did she marry? See, that's another problem, right? Um, okay. Because they look like homie, me, then... homie,
1: homie, has restaurants here in Brooklyn and New right. York and he's handsome and he's well-spoken and he knows how to conjugate the verb form to be. And exactly. you know,
0: They can't portray that in their media. They have to have something that's decadent and wayward and something that can fill the tabloids and keep TMZ rich. I'm sorry. I just had to interject that.
1: Thank you. TMZ, the most xenophobic.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. I got to make a graphic like that.
1: TMZ, the most xenophobic. (laughs) All those people who wanted to teach me a lesson, I know they're going to listen in. They're going to be like, that nigger doesn't know yet. What can we do to her next? TMZ, the most xenophobic. Anyway, so here is Kenya being punished for not knowing that she's three-fifths of a human being. So she was fired from the show now, uh Candy Burris hid the fact that she was bisexual, and then they brought it out that she's bisexual and married to a man, and they had a baby, but she's bisexual. They were fine with that
0: oh yeah the
1: they're fine with, with 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 everything that those girls do on that show. They're fine with it. But Kenya Moore goes, gets married first, and then gets pregnant. All those women on that show have at least all the women that have babies have their babies out of wedlock with some other man than the one they're married to.
0: That's acceptable in their world. That's what they want to push.
1: You have to, excuse me, I had to sip some tea. I don't blame you. I had to sip some tea. Because, see, I ran into something like that, you know, when I was a professor. It was really interesting. I was single, no children, heterosexual. My body was tight. That was a problem. I was supposed to have a child out of wedlock. And if I didn't have a child out of wedlock, I was supposed to be some freak of the week. Because... (laughs) I'm a black woman
0: and a baby daddy in prison
1: and a baby daddy in prison. And you go to the and Christmas party and she's so bad on, about him. On, one of the women on, 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 real housewives of, of Atlanta, she, her, her, her man is, her man is in prison right now. And she waiting for him to get out. She built him a man cave in her house so that when he comes out, he'll have a little man cave. <laughs> then the other one who's the lawyer she got pregnant before she got married but she walked down the the aisle with little bun in the oven and her man who she had two children with is in jail. Wow. And she got taken off the show because she supposedly yeah, suppo- But see that that's another thing about that show, man. One girl on the show almost broke Kenya's neck trying to pull the wig out Kenya's head. And Kenya's like, this is my hair. It's not a wig. It's deep, man. (laughs) So bottom line, Kenya gets kicked off for keeping a secret. Isn't that similar to slavery? Weren't you supposed to tell Massa everything? (laughs) was he supposed to know everything you did? Oh and don't you see black folk doing that? And I see black folk doing that. They go and they're around white people. Oh yeah, man, my daddy, he did such and such, then then his daddy did that. And then the other day, and then and the white person is just sitting there listening, like, okay. That goes, you've seen that. Have you seen that?
0: Yes. And they love it. They love it. And they look at each other too while that's going on. And they mm-hmm. find it amusing because that's where you're supposed to be. You're no threat when you're that way.
1: No threat. No threat at all. But when you're private to yourself and doing your thing, oh, you are a threat. Mm-hmm. We got to shut you down. Mm-hmm.
0: Truth how do is we a new hate it? speech.
1: Mm, it's deep. I haven't even gotten to Trump yet. I'm. I'm, I'm still going through the woods. I haven't even found the crumbs yet to get to the White House. So let's talk about, let's talk about something here. Cause I think it all fits, you know, well, I guess I was in college. No, I might've been in high school. We read all these different stories and we read this one by Samuel Beckett. Short story. It's called uh, waiting for Godot. Bottom line. This man was supposed to come in on a train and people waited and 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 hoped and hoped and hoped and waited and hoped and waited waited, hoping that he'd come in on a train. But they're waiting and waiting and hoping and waiting and waiting and hoping. Keep hope alive, waiting and waiting and hoping. He never comes. Here in America. Ever since Trump got in, oh, my God, that's going to get him impeached. Oh, my God. He said this. That should get him impeached. He hasn't handed over his tax returns. That should get him impeached. He cheated on his wife. That should get him impeached. Look at what he said about what happened in Charleston. People should be angry. Somebody needs to talk to him. That should get him impeached. He farted. That should get him impeached.
0: <laughs> he likes to get urinated on. <laughs> that should get him he impeached. He
1: likes to get urinated on. <laughs> he cheated. I like. I like the one about he cheated on his wife. He cheated on his wife. Well, out in Washington, he paid he doesn't. off the ward. Yeah, and, and you know, I'll tell you something. Now, this is really going to piss the uh, Kazarian's off. This is really going to make him mad. Um. Cohen is his attorney. He only has to atone once a year. So Cohen could tell him, this is a secret, well, I'm never going to let anyone know that you were going to pay off this prostitute or somebody got pregnant and you were going to pay them off. That's between us. Cohen only has to atone once a year. I hear you being quiet on the other end with me saying that.
0: No, I'm good. I'm good. No, I'm listening. I'm right I, here. Well, every every I'm... now and then, when I make a noise of no. a sneeze, I might mute myself or something because I don't want to break no, your phone. No, floor.
1: no, no. The the powers that be may not like what I'm saying, but there is no way that Cohen w- w- wasn't going to do what he had to do when he felt he had to do it. And there's and and he only has to tone once a year. So if he told um, President uh, Trump that you know, oh, none of this is going to get out. And it gets out. Well, the bottom line is his religion says you only have to say you're sorry for your sins once a year. Am I wrong?
0: You're perfectly right. And you're not wrong for bringing this out because it's public record. So we have to hold people accountable, everybody. This is the day of, of, of immortality in cyberspace.
1: But here is, here is here is his administration saying, how could Cohen do this? Why would he do this? Oh, my God. What? Cohen only has to atone once a year. He could tell you that he will be there at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. He can lie if he wants to. He only has to atone once a year. So this came out. You know, it's interesting to me. When he was in Russia, he said stuff that just made everybody's mouth just drop open because it was obvious that he and Putin are boys. I mean, they they boys. They buddies. And when Putin said, you know, all right, if, if you want to investigate my people, have your people come here to Russia and we'll investigate the people together. And 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 here's uh Trump saying, Mm-hmm, yes, good idea. Mm-hmm, yes, yes. Now, after that happened, people are like, He committed treason. He committed treason. He should be impeached. And by the way, people listening, President Clinton was impeached while in office, and he served both of his full terms. So impeachment doesn't necessarily mean that the person will be taken out of their position. Getting back to the story and relating it to Godot.
0: Glad you clarified that.
1: Mm. Must be clarified. But getting back to Godot, Just as those people were waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting waiting for that man to get off the train, and he never did, the media is telling everyone who thinks Trump's going to get impeached. And everybody's sitting here waiting and waiting and waiting. Ooh, look at what they found out. Ooh, look at what they found out. Ooh, look at what they, it should be a talk. Ooh, look at what they found out. Ooh, look <laughs> at what they found out. Ooh, look at what they found out, found out, found out, found out, now.
0: Mastermix. <laughs> master
1: mastermix, mastermix, mastermix. You know, but look at what they found out. Now, oh, nothing is going to happen. Well, Lordy, pig a bell cotton. nothing is going to happen. <laughs> Well, Lordy, pick a bell, hey, nothing is going, going to, to happen, happen to Trump. That's right. To Trump. Gotta jump down, turn around, pick a cotton. nothing's going to happen to Trump today. Gotta jump down, turn around, pick a bell, hey, nothing's going to happen to Trump today. Or up, up, stomping <laughs> up Okay, right. You can do it. You can do jazz. Never gonna happen to Trump. No, 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 no. Nothing's gonna happen to
0: Trump. I'm in vogue with it. Nothing's gonna happen. Nothing's gonna happen. Nothing's gonna happen. Nothing's gonna happen. happen.
1: Nothing's gonna happen. Nothing's gonna happen. (gasps) Nothing's gonna happen. Yeah. Nothing's gonna happen. Nothing's gonna. They did a a different key. What was that key? Somebody's gonna. Somebody's gonna say. Dr. B, the key was. Right. But talking about the key.
0: And what Talking
1: is the key? about
0: the key. Not the Florida keys. That's not right. A, not a not not, 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 the,
1: not the Florida
0: a Florida key. Not Florida. Huh? Not a yes. not a key of uh a cocaine. Not that.
1: <laughs> no, 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 not that. Talking about the key. Does anybody understand exactly why nothing's gonna happen to Trump?
2: I think there are two reasons. One
1: because of the international crack. Now, Trump is has moved to do things to the environment that people are very upset about. But off the coast of Florida, North Carolina and South Carolina, Georgia, there are all these hydrogen bubbles, but under that hydrogen bubble they are thinking there's oil. They want to drill. Mm Mhm. Off the coast of Alaska, they want to drill. Remember, during that conversation, everybody missed it. During that conversation with um, Putin, I mean, everybody. Yeah, you, you, you can't forget how Putin laughed when somebody said, "Do you have anything on on Trump?" And he he and his people laughed. But leave that one alone. <laughs> Putin is interested in getting the oil off of Alaska. They want a pipeline between the Russian Federation, he calls it now, the Russian Federation. It's not like Russia, the country, they're now known as a Federation. Anyway, kind of reminds you of um, Star Wars. Anyway, so here's this pipeline that they want to get from Alaska because they believe that there's oil up there okay so that's really what's going on between america and russia Mm. it's the oil okay it's the international crack and this man can do whatever he wants to do he can pit people against each other he can uh admonish i guess i could use that word whites to 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 police blacks and and call them and say they're not good enough niggers if they if they don't act right. He can he can he can tell men to go run around on your wives because I do it and I get away with it. He he can he can, he's doing all kinds of things, telling people to do all kinds of things, and they're doing it. Nobody really cares because there's some crack in America. There's some international crack off the coast of uh, the lower southern coast and and those hydrogen uh bubbles are very dangerous by the way it's very dangerous to drill there but they mm-hmm. want to dr- but they're going to drill there and they're going to drill up in uh, uh uh up in Alaska now now something else Russia has a whole lot of oil Russia got oil for days it claims Russia Russia it has so much oil it doesn't it doesn't need to work with the people from the middle east so that's Mm. another thing america's thinking "Mm, maybe we can get we can get the oil from russia but in order to get the oil from russia russia's a federation now russia wants to see america mirror the federation Mm. in russia if you're a person of color there's a curfew. You have to get in the house by like 6 o'clock at night. I Mm -hmm. heard 6 o'clock at night, maybe 8 o'clock at night. Why? Because they have a huge um, supremacist movement there in Russia. Wow. Huge. And it's rumored that Putin was part of that.
0: It doesn't shock me.
1: Now, Right, it's a, Of course it wouldn't surprise you. And you know, the other day they had the ministers talking to to um, Trump and this minister's like, you're the best thing that ever happened for black people. And um, Martin Luther King's niece was sitting next to Trump. Trump shook his head and he patted the niece on the arm and the niece patted him back. I know what that means. In other Absolutely. words, you told somebody to say that in the meeting they said it thank you she thanks she thanks him back and they keep it i i know what the whole thing goes I, mm-hmm. I can i can read it like a like a child's uh like like a child's little you know whatever book What are, what is it what <laughs> rhyme nursery rhyme i can read it like a nursery rhyme <laughs> i don't have kids so i got to like think of what no it's but cool. they'll I, deny I it.
0: it you're telling the truth they'll deny it it's just like catching a kid with cookie crumbs on their mouth and you know, who who ate the cookies? I didn't do it. I didn't eat any cookies. You didn't go up on the shelf and t- take the cookies? No. There's an empty box in the garbage can, and you have cookie crumbs on your face. But no, you're telling me that you didn't. And some of us will I believe lie.
1: It. I don't know. Those aren't crumbs. What? I don't know what you see, Daddy. You need to get some new glasses. <laughs> ain't no crumbs on my face. Um. Anyway, so, so yeah. So, you know, so he, he pats the girl on the arm. Cause she did the good nigga thing. She did the good. I, I, I've been there. I was taught in Kentucky. I had a situation like that. I wasn't a good enough Negro. Anyway, especially when I started wearing the, the, uh, the Confederate flag um, was a bandana around my locks that, you know, that was a problem. Anyway, um, they aren't going to get rid of him. There's some international crack off the coast of, uh, of uh, Alaska that Russia would like to, to pump and reciprocally, if you can make that word out, the reciprocal, the reciprocal of that is that uh, America wants to uh, get some oil from Russia. So how do we do it? I guess we have to bend over. I'm sorry. I, I guess we have to. Um, so uh, yeah, so that, that's uh that's that's a little bit of the long and short that's going on. There's more, but, you know, I just want people to sit back and think about all these things. Ponder. That's right. Oh, but wait, I have to say this, because I did say this on Instagram. These black uh, preachers who have these mega churches who are telling Trump that he is the best thing for black people. You have to remember something. When Bush was in office, Bush did what was called a religious initiative. Millions and millions and millions, if not a billion dollars, was given to ministries, especially black ministries, to grow their churches. See, um, the interesting thing that I don't know who caught it, but the interesting thing that Trump said during the meeting with the with the very grateful black preachers, mm-hmm. what he said was, this is good. Now you, you can – so that you can reach out into your community. What he really means is let the black churches handle what's going on in the black communities. We'll give them mm-hmm. more money to do that. Let them handle it. But you know what the reality is? <laughs> the reality is all that money has gone into. Oh, and by the way, your girl was there. Paula Paula was there with the black ministers. What's her last oh,
0: name? God. Um, oh, Paula white.
1: Yeah. Paula white was there with all the black ministers. Paula. Oh, white was there.
0: You know, it's not anything good when yeah.
1: she's there. Huh?
0: You know, it's not anything good when she's there. There's a lot of money being passed under the table and a lot of blood on their hands.
1: Yeah, what I wrote on in Instagram was this. I said, "Those black ministers do not want to be investigated because they got money through the religious initiative. They got big old mansions and private planes, and the the wives are wearing red bottoms." Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, them bloody shoes. Well, they say them bloody shoes. Red bottoms. They bloody shoes. Anyway, um, their wives are wearing red bottoms, and I'm not sure that any of that money is going into the community to calm the community down. But it sure is going into some ten thousand, twenty thousand, twenty-five thousand plus square foot homes um, around the country. So these ministers have a whole lot of skin in the game. So of course they're gonna tell Trump that he's the best thing since sliced bread, unlike the last the last one. Okay. And I, I, I have to agree that um the one thing that, that that Obama did was give black the black face prominence, but the other thing that he did was there's no what did he do? What did he do? What did he do for black folk? What did he do? Nothing. Anyway, let me let me just leave that alone. So so what where are we right now? There's a there's a guy in office who wants the black churches to to control the what's going on in the black inner cities and, and, and that sort of thing and they want to give them more money to try on a more to remedy those situations.
0: Because that's been the relationship between politicians and the Black Church, anyway. It's always been that okay. way. So when it, you go to it, church and leading yourself to slaughter, and your your tithing money and your building fund money not only goes to enrich that pastor, but it goes right into the bank of white supremacy.
1: Hello. Hello. Now that is what you call reciprocal. Ah! <laughs> That
0: you ain't never lied.
1: Quid, quid pro quo. Okay? Down. Whew. That's all for today, folks. Mm. How do they end
0: that? that, <laughs>